Ladies and gentlemen, children, I fucked it up. God damn it. <laughs> this is Petey Page. I am Mike. J-Mac. Brutal Dudes. So I believe the topic we're going to go through today is the apocalypse contingency plans. Are you guys prepared for if there's an apocalypse? I'm not now. I was at one point, though. Yeah? Yeah. But I'm not now. Not currently. Why aren't you? Why, what happened to your original plan? So, um, I there was, I used to like for work I, in between doing stuff when I didn't want to get a real job for a while, <laughs> I would write for different websites. And as we talked about, that was a bad thing. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Um, one of the things was like, um, uh, before you know, there was militias storming the Capitol and stuff like that. When it was <laughs> funny that militias existed, so um, this one website was like, hey. We want to pay you. There's all these like militias popping up because they believe the end of the world is coming. Like, go hang out with them and learn about this and, and get involved in this whole world. And they're like, you could pass for a white supremacist. You got this. <laughs> you got that look. <laughs> you got the look. Yeah, right. And you got look. I was like, uh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, thanks, I guess. Yeah. So, um, so I spent a lot of time with them and, uh, but I did like I felt like there was there were small things that I picked up that are actually useful. Like the problem is like anytime you talk to like one of these like prepper people or any of these militia communities, they all have a very specific idea of what the apocalypse is. And that's my biggest problem with it. It's not all the crazy other crazy shit that's around it. It's their entire plan is based off a really specific thing happening. Yeah. Like, and that's it's a niche apocalypse. Right. Yeah. It, it's it's so very niche, all of their apocalypse <laughs> scenarios. So it's like if any it, like the apocalypse might happen, but if it's anything different than that, they're fucked. Oh, yeah. Because their entire plan is very specified. Right. To yeah, their yeah. Idea that's not really. I don't consider that. A <clears throat> right. But but there was like little things that they would talk about where I'd be like, oh, that kind of makes sense. So at the time I was living in an apartment and I was just like, Hey, I do think I learned, luckily that article never came out because <laughs> it was, it got so weird and crazy. Like, we're still going to pay you, but like, we can't do this. <laughs> um, I was like, I still get paid. <laughs> and, um, but like, and every once in a while I'll still get an email from the one dude. Cause he'll like, he sells stuff that he comes across. And like, I bought something from him, like an ammo bag or something. And um, every once in a while, like he'll, I'll get like an email from him and I'll be like, "Hey, um, it's got to move this one quick." But do you need a tank? <laughs> so, uh, no, man. It's ironic too because <coughs> tanks don't generally move fast either. Yeah. So it's like I got to yeah. move this fast. Yeah. Out of here. It's almost like uh-huh. it's almost like you're in Legend of Zelda and you're buying like yeah. or like Final Fantasy. And He's like, like the guy who just pops up in you, the store. You, yeah, you said yeah. ammo bag, and it's like, hey, do you need any supplies? <laughs> yes. Oh my god, the best version of that is in Resident Evil 4 where you go to the merchant and he's like, all he says is he goes, what are you buying? And he like opens up his jacket and that's how you fucking buy your guns and ammo and shit. Yeah. That's, that's a big that joke for me and my buddies, what are you buying? I need a I, I need a I need a, a, a fucking wooden bowl and a crusher to mix my potions. Uh, yeah. So uh, one of the big things that all of them had in common is they were like you can't live in an apartment. Like you're just dead if you live in an apartment. There was no way to defend it. I disagreed with that. Yeah, totally. I, I was like, no, there's there's easily ways to defend this because the good thing about an apartment is they 
have these like fire exits, which means there's these giant heavy fire doors there. I was like, you just need to be willing to kill everybody on your floor. Because as soon yeah. as the apocalypse starts, you just block those fire doors. Nobody's getting in or out. You kill everybody on your floor. You have that whole floor, all of their supplies. Yeah. And nobody's getting in or out unless they get past two doors that you have to defend. Here's One the thing. The Here's the thing. That was on 28 Days Later. They did that. Even more so, you could cut the walls to the other apartments. So you don't have to use the hallway. That may be, may or may not be in, in, with infected people. Even, but this is the thing, like you said, even just because it's zombies doesn't mean that's the only apocalypse that can happen. Right. And, and that's the thing, like that could be any apocalypse scenario. In an apartment setting, you just need to be, and we give you guys great advice on the show. You just yeah, need right. to be willing to kill all your neighbors. Yeah, right. <laughs> like that's really what a lot of these things come down to. Like you can reapply a lot of the stuff to what are you willing to do to survive? But see, scenarios? so. So I, I don't I don't doubt that that's a true thing, but I think I'd take a different tact on. See, okay. I was thinking about this today a lot about my contingency <clears throat> plan. And what I would think is the most important thing is you need a posse that you can trust. Oh, absolutely. But you need a tiered posse. So, like, you don't want to be just with your family, right? Because what happens when you're just with your family? Your family becomes your posse, okay? Now, these are your loved ones. You don't want all your loved ones by you because if the moment comes when you have to sacrifice someone to get away from a mob or a horde or a ghost or a demon or whatever the apocalypse has caused, you don't want to put your brother down. You don't want to put your girlfriend down. You don't want to put your dad down. What you do is you establish city states like ancient Greece. So like I would call my cousin, Chris, and I would be like, Chris, you need to set up your own base and I'm going to set up a base here in Levitan. That way we can communicate and trade supplies, but we're only loyal to each other's city-states. Anyone else that tries to get in, block them, unless they have something to offer. And then not only are you establishing community, which is necessary when you're trying to rebuild society, but you're also, from the jump, not becoming dictatorial, right? You're not just saying we rule everything, we're taking all the supplies. You're equally sharing the supplies and you're opening up trade routes so that when you get an area cleared, you can start building vegetables. You can grow things. You can, let's say you got a pizza shop and you protect the guy that runs a pizza shop. He can keep making pizzas, right? And that's the second part of this is if you're an apartment complex, you go to all your neighbors and you find out the neighbors that know stuff that you need and you keep them protected. But you also keep the neighbors who may be on the fence of being useful. You keep them around, too, because when the hordes come, those are the ones you club in the shin and then you run away because I'm a big dude. I'm not in good shape. If the apocalypse came today, I would have to find a way to survive till I got in shape to survive on my own. I couldn't just, you know, you can't just run the weight off in a day. Right. So like you're going to need to train a little bit. You're going to need to do some things. So like I need a, a slow person. I need a strong person, too. So you got you got to find all these people that you're going to need. You need people with strength so they can lift the stuff that you need when you have to get the parts. They can push the car out of the fucking dirt. You need a mechanic to know how to fix things mechanical. You need an electrician so you can know how to get power when you need power. You also need anybody that does anything with utilities because. You're going to need to know how to cultivate that oil. You're going to need to know how to keep that water clean. If you have these people in your crew from the beginning, then you're good. But then you get them to train people to know more things. 
so that not only here's another this is another way you're helping is you're giving people a task so they don't think about we could probably take this place over they have a task that they can focus on to keep their mind off how terrible the apocalypse is and gives them hope that maybe we can build something out of this Right. I like that, that your plan is like, let's start a little mini society. I'm like, first thing we do, murder every murder person every... that we see. No, listen, oh. if, if, the apocalypse, one. if the apocalypse comes, you're <laughs> going to have to do a little bit of murdering. Like, you're going to have to be okay with killing some people. And I don't oh. mean necessarily like shooting people in the head. You may have to do that. But like, you're going to have to sacrifice some people to the to the gods. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people that just aren't going to make it. Pete, how comfortable on a scale of one to ten are you with murder? <laughs> I mean, I've it's never. I don't think I've, I've not, there. There are things in place that prevent me from doing murder. Um, if those things in place that's, suddenly that's fall, it. like the societal restraints are the only thing that's kept you from being a murderer. Yes, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> I more like the legal restraints. Like I really don't want to like spend the rest of my life in prison. I mean, I mean, I used to go hunting with my dad, so you know, having that like mental preparedness of taking a life. Yes, I've mentally prepared for that. So. Like, Wait, you what know, did you hunt with your dad? Like vagrants? <laughs> the most dangerous game, Mike. Human the most dangerous game. <laughs> the most dangerous game. No, you used I went to hunt to... rhinos in the, uh, in, the, in the Serengeti. No, I used to go deer hunting, used to go with, hunting my dad. with my dad in Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> this one trailer park. Once yep. Katrina hit, we had a field day going on hunting vacations. <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, like, you know, I, so I'm a gun owner and I, you know, I, if, you know, someone wants to invade my space and attempt to, you know, do something that is going to endanger myself or my wife, I will not hesitate. I have no quandary about that. Will I have some grief and regrets and maybe some therapy later on possibly? Um, but like my, uh, my apocalypse plan is like, I, so I've carried a fire axe in my car for the past like 12 years. It's a true thing. Um, actually had to, I've actually had to put luggage on top of the fire axe because yep. there was no room in the back of the truck. Um, I mean, it serves many purposes. You never know you might need it. It's not really sharp, but it can be sharpened to like, you know, wood and things like that. Um, and I mean, I do like the idea of forming little societies. I think societies come later. I mean, my contingency plan is. I thought about it. If it's nuclear, we're fucked. Like we're not getting if like if right. a nuclear missile hits Philly, we're not making it out. And that's just something you have to accept. Um, but my goal would be to, you know, grab what I can food wise, you know, some cl- I don't have a bug out bag. I'm not that deep into it, but I can, you know, grab what I need food wise, clothing wise, tool wise, throw it into the car and drive to the middle of PA somewhere. So, you know, there's an hour and a half, two hour drive to just somewhere. Um, and then hole up in the woods for, you know, maybe six months. Um, and then wait for it all to blow over as they say in Shaun of the dead. Um, no, I think remote is good. I think, you know, I have no qualms about it just being myself and my wife. And if, you know, if something does happen, then I'm, you know, fully prepared to make tough choices. Um, I hope, I don't know if she's prepared to make the same. We've had the conversation about taking the cat. We have to take the cat. Um, there's no question about it. So that's just changing the plan a little bit, but I've, I've figured out how to possibly keep the cat safe. Um, well, now you also bit. have to put in your, your, your bug bag. You have to put spices because I don't know what cats taste like just plain, but you're not going to, I don't want to eat. You know what's fucked up is that was the exact same thing I was thinking <laughs> is you were like, I have a plan for the cat. And I was like, that cat's been dead. That cat's gone. No. <laughs> that, uh, I was like, absolutely no. his fucking cat. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did it first. She, I mean, done. she's she's been around for 13 years. She's grown on me. I couldn't. There's no way. Like, 
I couldn't, I mean, I could eat an animal. I couldn't eat a pet. That's they're two, two different things. Yeah, That's why like, if we, that. if we ever like my wife eventually would like to get chickens and I'm like, That's cool. Don't know if I could like, you know, after a couple of years of grabbing eggs and just, you know, saying hi to the chickens, like just be like you like, I'm probably pretty sure I could, but I'd be the only one eating it. And it's just a lot of work and nah, I'll pass. I'll go to the deli and get a couple cutlets. I'm fine. <laughs> get a couple prairie dog cutlets. Are you a gun owner, Jimmy? No, I am not. No, no, I'm uh, if I ever hunt. I refuse to use a gun because I think it's an unfair advantage. And I know that that sounds like a lame thing to say. You're just going to beat them with a brick? Uh, no, like <laughs> arrows. I would okay. say, like, I think if you, I, I don't think that, I, don't, I think a gun is just unfair. I think an arrow, like, is a precision weapon. Yeah, a gun kind of is too, but like, with an arrow, like, you have to hit a spot. <clears throat> like, you can, you can, you can, uh, what's it called when you, when you, when you make them lame? Maim them? Yeah. No, that's not. Isn't that cutting the legs off? Is maiming? It's just. I think I like there's another word. For is like maiming. I think there's another word for it. Anyway. Cripple them, handicap them. Maybe handicap them, but like you can, but like you know, and that's. I don't think that's fair. I think you should have to get them on the shot. Yes, you can do it with a kill shot to the head, but like I don't know. I think an arrow is is better because you also don't need to reload an arrow. You can go get the arrow. And then you're like a gun is like, like, that's why for the apocalypse, like you don't want to have to be stuck making weapons that you can't make like fucking third graders can make arrows. They make arrows out of construction paper and you can show them how to do it with for real. And they could probably make pretty decent arrows. Oh no. I think my gun against a third paper, a third graders paper construction arrow. Okay. You're right. I agree with you. I agree with you. But what happens when we, you run out of bullets? I just wanted to throw a third grader murder joke in there. <laughs> what happens when but, you run uh, out of bullets? Well, so I, I won't, make it shoot I won't ever purchase a weapon uh, above a nine millimeter because that's the most common ammo uh, sold in the United States today. It's standard police issue. It's um, the most you're often you're going to find is nine millimeter uh, and then a shotgun. But that the shotgun's a second. So, I mean, I've researched it like it's stupid. To, it's stupid to be running around with an assault rifle with five, five, six rounds because Number one, right now, those things are like $30 a box for 20 bullets, and that's fucking stupid. And number two, like, like you, you know, you're not you're not going to be taking shit out at like yards or like, you know, you're 500, 600 yards away. Ultimately what you're doing. Yeah, and it's just it's just dumb. Like, it's yeah. not. No, you you no. Mm -mm. I did. I did fuck up the last time. So I, I went target shooting and then I needed to like re, re up. And the guy was like, oh, do you want home defense rounds? And I was like, yeah, sure. And um, I bought them and I didn't realize that like they're fucking hollow points. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Um, because apparently hollow points are better in the home because if you miss and you hit a wall, a hollow point won't go through the wall. It'll just hit the wall and then like shrapnel out. But that also does it to a human body. Like a hollow point will hit a human body and then, you know, entrance wound this big, exit wound this big. So entrance wound the size of a dime, exit wound the size of a dinner plate. And that sucks. But mm, oh, well. Yeah, well, but here's what else you have to think of too. If you're using an arrow, like you can do cool shit with arrows. Like Dukes of Hazard used to tie dynamite to their arrows and blow shit up. That's fun. That's something that can keep you occupied while you're in the apocalypse. Like just loading a gun and cleaning it. It's boring as fuck. If you can come up with trick arrows, like Green Arrow has a ton of arrows. Like, I mean, are you kidding me? Like, that's I would his, make, that's his stick. I would make so many cool arrows. I would make a flaming arrow. I would make an arrow that has like a, a like a warhead on it that could be like a bomb arrow. 
I would make dynamite arrows. I would make boomerang arrows that come back to me. How would I make these? I don't know, but it's the apocalypse. I have plenty of time to figure it out. I'd, I'd be more focused on making like waterproof shelter and a sustainable fire and a tent for pure drinking water I mean, and you foraging that, food. But, but and also, like I would learn how to trap stuff. Like those traps where like you get your foot caught in them and you hang from the tree by one leg. I've always wanted to do that to somebody. Like catch them <laughs> off guard in one of those traps. But I would learn the art of trapping. And see, because here's where I think I would really... I you got to go down to Atlanta for that, bro. <laughs> here's... That's that. <laughs> yeah, trapper. Nice stuff, nice stuff dude. <laughs> uh, I, would, I would also be... I think I would be good in a post-apocalyptic setting because I'm good at storytelling. So, like, I could be that guy that goes village to village telling stories for food. I and, like this idea where, like, Pete's, like, killing cats, I'm shooting children in the head. <laughs> You're just, like, telling stories to every... Listen, yeah. I'm listen. Also, I would also learn little magic. So, like, in, like, like card tricks and stuff. In Dungeons & Dragons, it's called Bardic Inspiration. So people like to shit on bards, but the latest version of Dungeons & Dragons bards can do bardic inspiration where they just have to talk to people in their party and they get like they get a buff to all of the shit that they're trying to do so like let's say you're trying to attack somebody and you can't really get through their armor if you get bardic inspiration you get a buff to your chances of getting through their armor it's legit bardic inspiration is a real thing yeah dude see that's what i would be i would be a bardic inspirer because, because I think that because that's the thing too like because there's two two different scenarios so like let's say your whole family gets wiped out like you have to deal with that. How do you deal with that? You go on your own and you try and join a clique. You, you don't want to join a clique where people are constantly like at each other's throats. Like the, like the, what was the thing in Walking Dead? What were they called? Negan's uh, I can't even remember. The, I know the, what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. The industry folks. Fuck. Yeah. They, like they didn't trust each other. You can't have that. That's not going to work because you're going to be always watching your back because people, you're going to think that people are going to not trust you and then they won't trust you. And then, You'll get like executed. You don't want that. You want what you, the saviors. What you want is you want to be that guy that could survive no matter where you go. Like you want to be that like lone wolf McQuaid that could just like pop into wherever and like help out, or that like samurai that like just fucking goes through. Like I would I would go to a library or like a like a place with books, like a Barnes and Noble. And I would learn things that I didn't know that I could use for stuff. Like I would train myself in like martial arts. I would learn fighting techniques that would help me get away from apocalyptic people. Apocalyptic people. I would like learn how to cook on fires. I would learn how to make drinks, like mixed drinks off of little or no ingredients. Because the goal is what you would do is you want to build that society up. You want to help that society come, become established. And then you want to find a market that you can corner. So as you're building this up, you can become like a baron, like like Vanderbilt, you know what I mean? Or like a tycoon. Like I would be the guy that remade beer. Even though I don't drink beer, it would be perfect scenario because I could recreate beer and I could bring beer to all these villages and I would be like protected. I can do that. <laughs> And then on top of that, I could make the most out of whatever society we rebuild, because ultimately I would want to rebuild society back the way it is, because as much as people complain about it, there's lots of things about society that I love that I don't want to give up. Like, I love the fact that I can shit in a room by myself. I don't want to always have to go in the forest when there's people 10 feet away fucking in a tent. 
I don't want that. That's uncomfortable while I'm shitting. I don't like shitting near people having sex. Not that I've ever had this happen, but I know that it's something that I wouldn't enjoy. I'm almost then 100%. you try it, you love it. <laughs> and that's the where we differ. The problem then becomes you can't shit unless there's yeah, somebody having right, sex near right. you. Right, and then you're fucked, literally. Oh, man, did you see that story? Sorry, sorry to sidetrack. Did you see that story about the guy who, like, him and his girlfriend broke up because he, like, played a song during sex and then he couldn't, like, not finish without the song? No. Did you see this, Mike? What was Yo, the I'm going to send you. It's some weird fucking trance shit, dude. I'm going to send it to you. It's bonkers. Like, you listen to it. I listened to, like, a minute and a half of it. And I was like, I don't understand how you could, number one, have sex with this song. Number two, like, like not be able to finish without having this song on in the background. Yeah, I'll I'll find it. I'm gonna look it up right now because this is fucking it's hilarious. <laughs> but, but these are all things. These are all things. And when it came to the like, you know, you you also need to be somebody that that can put people in in the proper place where they can fit in, right? So like, you know, my mom probably wouldn't be a good fighter because she doesn't like confrontation. But my mom can cook anything, so I would make sure that she was like the cook, like she was cooking the food because she makes the best food. So even with minimal ingredients, she could make great food, right? Like we're good at entertainment. So we would be in charge of like keeping everybody entertained so that they don't have to resort to like. And that ties back to murder children. Right, 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 right. You know, but see, here's the thing. You don't want to murder all the children because just like the internet, I'm telling you, I put a lot of thought into this today. Just like the internet, like when, remember when the first wave of kids that had to deal with the internet came out? And like the people who didn't have to grow up with the internet were like, how are you so good at this? You want kids to grow up good at the apocalypse so they can be in your clan when you're older so they can take sense. care of you yeah. better in the apocalypse. Like they're it's it's just natural. It's natural progression. They're going to know more shit than, you know, about the situation because they grew up in it. They had to it. They had to adapt. They weren't forced to like you were. Yeah. So that's why you don't want to kill all the children. I, I just want to make sure that I get human meat out of this. I I kind of <laughs> knew that's where you were headed with it. Yes, you would absolutely be able to get your human meat. In fact, in fact, if I was near you during the apocalypse, I would make sure that we took care of that first. So this wasn't a thing that was lingering around. <laughs> it doesn't come up in an awkward way later. Yeah, like I get a I get a lame leg, and you're like, well, we could take it off. <laughs> and then you know. You get like a mosquito bite, and you're like, we need it. We how, need are, it. how are you with barbecue? Are you okay with barbecue? What have you been eating today? Here, eat this. Eat a lot of salt today, Jimmy? My salt's a little high, is all, is all I'm asking. You know, if we take that leg, you know, off, not take it anywhere but off. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to do anything with it. I'm going to bury it. It's your leg. I uh, I sent the YouTube link to that song when you get a chance. Don't play it over the air because like it's probably copyrighted and shit. But yeah, right. this is just imagine this is a guy. This is the only. This is the old, This is the thing that that a guy needed in order to like fucking finish. It's fucking bonkers. See, that's the thing I would do probably too if I was like if I was a solo apocalypse guy. I would want to bang like just any chick because I would have a way better shot. I think. I think my chances, like my percentage chances, would go way up for anyone. You know, I don't, I'm not saying that I'm an unattractive guy and that I can't get chicks now, but like there is a certain degree of chick that I would have to work really hard for. Whereas in the apocalypse, if I had any of those skills, I could show off one or two of them and she would be soaking down there. It would be like when you when you do towel laundry and the towels aren't dry from days before, that's how these girls would be for me because 
I would know things that are necessary in the apocalypse. And there's not that many dudes to choose from, especially when the weight goes off from all the walking that I'd be doing or hiding or ninja fighting, whatever I would have to do. Once all that came off and I was slimmed down, it would be like, wow, I could really restart society with that guy. I really Uh, thought you were going to go and be like, I would bang every type of tree. No, (laughs) dendrophilia is not my thing. I mean, I mean, the apocalypse. apocalypse is the time to find out. Yeah, man. I'm not testing trees. No, I don't. I don't violate trees. Not even I, a little. I'm not a hobbit. I bet you there's some really nice moss out there in the, the Poconos. Waiting to get down. Waiting to get down, especially in the yeah. apocalypse. All the dendrophiles will probably be hit first. Take some branches into a hot tub with you. They're too, they're too busy. Fuck, what am I making? A stew? <laughs> Love stew in the hot tub. <laughs> Throw some leaves in. Fucking clown girl walks in <laughs> yeah. in a bathing suit. Some pine with some, trees. With some fucking dead rabbits and somebody's leg. Throws it in with the sticks. <laughs> a thing of oregano. Just throws it in a fucking... Here, let's get in the hot tub. <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking of that, there's a uh, there's a Netflix show out there called Snowflake Mountain. Have you all seen this or heard of this at all? No. Um. We had my my mother in law and my um, stepfather in law in town, and they were like, "You should check it out." We watched we watched the first episode, and we thought so. I thought it was just gonna be really fucking shitty because the whole premise is that like it's like these are snowflakes, and it shows some like entitled young adults, and pretty much they throw them like in a camping scenario, and then it's like, are they gonna improve and mature? It's that it's a weird kind. Of, it's like a fish out of water reality show. And I was like, man, they're just going to be dunking on these people. And like, I don't know. That's just kind of shitty. But it ended up being a really fucking like good show. And there were redeeming qualities about the people on the show. And the guys running it weren't just like total dickheads to these people. Like they were like, no, we want to see you like get better and improve. Like they were like later, like in their mid 20s and like just wouldn't do anything. Like we're just doing like like door dashing jobs and shit like that. Like not even like. And they're just like, oh yeah, you know, mom and dad pay for everything. You know, who cares? Um, it was pretty. It's pretty good. If if you don't mind reality TV, um, it's pretty well done. I was I was impressed. I was thoroughly impressed by the show. I have to check it out. Yeah, it's it reminded me of like because we were talking about uh, apocalypse and survival, and so they teach them some survival skills. Like there's like the like this one of the episodes they like break down a deer. And they're like, the one person's like, here's how you skin it. And they're like pulling the fucking skin off of the body. And they're like, here's how you, you know, harvest it to make this part. And, you know, so, and I'm like, that's fucking cool. And like, like about a couple of them were like in there, like, all right, I guess I'm going to give this, I guess I have to, if we're going to eat tonight, you know, it was pretty funny. Nice. So what kind of stuff did you hunt? Do you still hunt or was this a. No, this is, so this is like my, with myself and my dad and then like. I, when I moved out here, I never picked it back up because it's an expensive hobby. And then like, I, the way that I was like taught was that like my dad had a buddy who owned land. So we'd always go to his buddy's land. Um, If I were to hunt out here, I would have to like, you know, either make a friend who was also a hunter and had land or like go to the state lands, which everybody like goes and hunts over. And, um, but I, my dad would go turkey hunting and deer hunting, and I just went deer hunting with my dad. I never went turkey hunting with him. Um, he did kill two turkeys once. Um, he like dressed them and like you know did the thing, and we had them for like a meal like a a couple weeks later. Um, he never got a deer. I did take a shot at a deer. 
Um, but I forgot that bullet drop is a thing. Um, so I was aiming at, I was up on a ridge and I was aiming at them. And then it uh, turns out I was hitting the ground right in front of them. Um, and by the time I was able to reload, like, cause I took like four shots at them and they were just like looking at me like, what the fuck? And I was like, this is insane. So I started reloading and then they just like walked away. Like they didn't even run away. They fucking walked away. And I was like, well, this is insulting as hell. <laughs> um, but while we were out there, like my dad, yeah, exactly. They're just Fuck like you, walking. Deer. Yeah. Um, but like while we were out there, like my dad, my dad came running and his buddy came running. They're like, what are you shooting at? I'm like, dude, three of them just walked over here. Like, like you can go and look at the tracks. Um, so yeah, so I will never, I will never not forget that bullet drop is bullet drop is a real phenomenon because physics, uh, and gravity does what it do. And if you are up on a ridge, you have to aim a little bit higher than your target and then you will hit your target. I don't believe in hunting really anything, um, other than deer because deer and I have a rough relationship. <laughs> uh, I do not get along with deer. I don't want to get into the story because it's a long story. There's a long a, history. Do you have a Tommy boy moment? No, no. You know Going my history back with of the car. deer, dude. You know my history with deer. They, oh. they come at me, dude. Yep. They don't like me. Yep. And I don't like deer. I feel like that's a whole show. That's a, it's it, it's it, there's three specific instances where I've come to, I've come to almost come to blows with deer. <laughs> it's been me versus them. So other than deer, though, you're you're not pro hunting. No, I, I just. I, here's here's what I really I really like the idea of hunting, right? So like a uh, big game hunter, big buck hunter. I love those games mm. because it's it's a it's a very it's an acquired skill. You have to be very quiet. You have to you have to know when to take your shot. It's all it's like that song by uh by uh, Kenny Kenny Rogers. Know when to hold them. Know when to fold them. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's it, but it's like that's hunting. Um, but at the same time, I'm cool with just observing animals because I think the animals are fascinating. Like, I don't want to kill the things that I think are fascinating. Like, I love rhinos. I think rhinos are cool as shit. I don't really want to hunt them. And I don't, like, I don't see the point. Like, I don't see the point in hunting certain animals unless you're, like, doing it for a reason. Apocalypse-wise, if you're hunting animals to eat them, I get that. But, like, I don't... with you. Yeah, I don't understand, like, or like, you know, like, I, it's a very Native American way to think, you know, like, and I'm not, if I'm a Native American anything, I'm a Wapaho, get it, Italian, but uh, uh, I'm not, I, I don't, I don't think that you should do anything for that, like, you shouldn't kill other things unless it's necessary, like, I remember, I hate cats, I can't stand cats, and I remember I was at my grandma's and I ran a cat over that ran into the road in front of me. There was no way to avoid it. I I I just it just blurred like just blasted out into the front of the road. There was no way to avoid it. After I did that U-turn, <laughs> sped back up at it. But I but I ran it over and then backed up over it, then hit it, and then backed up. But over. I ran it over, and in the rear view, I could see that I ran it over right in the middle. And its back half was still moving like it yep. could move. Yep. And I I fucking I sobbed crying and I had I don't know whose cat this was and I think that made it even worse for me because I just kept thinking like some little girl's pet cat got out of the house ran into the road scared because of something in the yard and I just killed this animal and I it it I was so upset my grandma 
who, you know, she wasn't the most sensitive person in the world, but like, she literally looked at me and was like, are you okay? And I'm like, I don't know if I'm okay. Like, this is not cool at all. Now, I know what you're thinking. I wouldn't be good in the apocalypse because I would feel the same way about humans. I wouldn't. I think humans are vile piece of shit creatures for the most part. And I think there's acceptances, but like your random person, it's going to take a lot for them to earn the respect for me to not kill them in the apocalypse. You know, like I need to, I need to know that you being alive is going to be worth it. And to be honest with you, 70% of the people that I've met randomly aren't worth keeping around. So I would let the apocalypse take care of the job for them. Now, when they transcribe this podcast in my trial and they say, <laughs> you guys should have seen this coming. I want you to tell them be like, no, he's not really like that. This is just his thoughts on this specific topic. Yeah. You know, I don't want, you know, I didn't hide the kids in the fucking silo. Okay. Just so you know. And I, so it's like, I don't think it's like a, like a native American way of like thinking it's, it was something that like, like having a conversation, like my dad was like, if you want to go with me, you can go with me. And like, yeah, I do. And he, the reason why he only hunted Turkey and deer was because we were going to eat those things. We yeah. Would, well, no, if, but that, if, but I'm not, it's, that's a very native American thing. Native Americans don't kill things that they're not going to use. Right, and that's, so even that's, when they kill bison, like they use their their they use their meat, then they use their fur, and they use yeah. their hooves, and like for everything. And so that's, it's like that that's that is your dad has a very Native American take on that. Well, and that's my mentality too. Like I'm not going to book a trip to Africa to go and hunt lions because I yeah. think that's fucking stupid. And I like, also I know that your dad's not wearing a turkey beak necklace around the house. But what? No. But like what I'm saying is is like that's, he he you know, did. Oh man, he did have like the feathers. He, he did have the tail feathers like displayed <laughs> and drying. Me, uh, no, no, no. He had him. What's, what's the what's the headdress for the fucking Native Americans? Out of turkey he feathers. Had, he had him drying out in the garage because you, you have to you have to, pl- you have to pluck them and you have to like like display them. And fucking mice got into him and like ripped them apart and used them for their homes. And he was like, God damn it! Like he was gonna he was proud of it. He was proud of the moment. Yeah. I, no, listen. I, I conquering something that in nature is is definitely like if I arrowed a rhino. I would be very proud of it, but like, what would be the point of arrowing a rhino? Is what I'm it, saying. Like, yeah. You know, no. 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 I'm. I'm with you on that. Like, I'm yeah, not. Like, I'm not. But deer. If I'm gonna fuck eat it. deer, fuck Bambi, fuck oh. every deer from every movie you've ever thought was cool. The only deer that actually survive. If I go apocalypse on the deer population, the only ones that survive are reindeer because they help Santa bring presents to kids. That's why. That I, like I, other deer. Fuck you, deer. You deer suck. I absolutely love venison. I've my never dad, had venison. I don't delicious. even want to eat that shit because I'm afraid that their meat will poison my body. So good. That's how much I don't like deer. I'm I'm pissed off. My dad had the I want to knock a deer out so with my fist. My Sorry. My my dad used to drive my dad used to work uh because we grew up like literally five minutes from a Native American reservation. And my dad worked on the reservation and he had a parent gift him bear steaks. Yeah. And I thought I was like nine and I was like, dude, this is the cool coolest thing ever and then just like we never he never made them because i don't know if he he just didn't know how to prep them and he was just like a little like i don't know about it but like we had the opportunity to eat bear and we didn't and i regret i'm like so mad that my dad didn't make them or like my mom didn't make them i was like like you just like why like why did you just let it sit there yeah, but what if gift. that gave you like a bear fetish where you had to eat bear and like you like you would go feral and like paint your face with bear blood 
like predator style and like wrestle bear to the ground and like but you wouldn't like cook it you would eat it like raw like gnaw rawly at his neck sure and like just tear a bear apart i mean in some communities i'm already a bear Bear so (laughs) i'm like halfway there peter bear kobrakowski i'm halfway there's your new middle name (laughs) um yeah, that's why I like Bear Grills. Like I see him and I'm like, that's not Bear. This this is a Bear. Peter Bearkowski. Um, <laughs> Peter Bearkowski. Co- Cobra Bearkowski. That's fucking. If you ever make a wrestler for a fucking video game, that's your name, dude. Cobra Bearkowski. I like love Zangief. it. Um. Yeah. No, and I, I just I've never gotten back into it. It's expensive and it's just it's like, you know, could I? Yeah. Would I? Eh. Yeah, I don't think I could. I, my wife's a vegetarian. I if I if I shoot a deer and I get a hundred pounds of meat, like what am I gonna do with it? I gift it to friends and then shoot a cucumber. 